Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome to another episode of the Quack Report, live post-game edition, um, just after the loss to the New York Islanders here, 6-3 final uh, in that one. But, you know, overall, it was a pretty close game. We'll get into it a little bit later, but... You know, yeah, not, not the most disappointing of losses. And as we talked about on the, the live stream, if the Ducks win, yay, the Ducks won. If the Ducks oh, lose, Connor for <laughs> the tank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like it's it's a win-win even when you lose. I'm gonna sleep very peacefully tonight, knowing that the Anaheim Ducks lost, and it gives us a better chance at Connor Bernard. Me too. Uh, <laughs> we, got, we got Andy Smith joining us in the chat, saying hi, guys. Hello, What's going Andy. on, Andy. Welcome back. Good to see you again. Um, we, uh, we were also talking on the stream about, um, Little Caesars and I was like, Ooh, I haven't had Little Caesars in a long time. I could really go for some, uh, some good greasy Little Caesars pizza. I go out to fill up my water bottle between streams. There's a Little Caesars box sitting on the, what? yeah, on the counter. So I grabbed a crazy breadstick because I mean, obviously, but damn, I could really go for like some KFC. Okay. Now close your eyes. And open them. Do you see KFC? No, I just see you. Oh. <laughs> and I don't look like a, a, a greasy, deep-fried chicken wing with 11 herbs and spices? No, you don't, unfortunately. Okay. I will, <laughs> I will cover myself in bread crumbs and Italian seasoning and chives and whatever else I can find. And oh, what was, late, make you happy. what was the late-night show where we are completely off our rockers at this point? <laughs> and hungry. <laughs> and, and, and hungry. very hungry. <laughs> I haven't had supper yet, and it yeah. is currently uh, 10.38 local time. Yeah, see, I have. I'm just, you know, just a hungry boy. Growing boy who needs his food. I have not. I had a breakfast wrap at like 10 this morning. Don't tell me that's all you've had. I had had some Timbits. Other than that, that's what I've had today. So (laughs) I I am getting hungry at this point. (laughs) I I would hope so, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, we better make this a quick one so you can have a bite to eat. Um yeah, we will talk very, very quickly about the Preds and Ducks game that happened over on Sunday, but that was a couple days ago now. Then we'll get into the Islanders-Ducks game. Uh, surprisingly, a couple pieces of news to talk about. At this time of year, we'll take yeah, that. That's that's right? pretty good. Uh, a Gulls update, some upcoming games, and a very quick what's quacking, which I think I know what it is. I think I saw it earlier today, but uh, yeah. won't, won't spoil the surprise. So shall we get into the uh, Preds and Ducks game here? Yeah, let's do it. Ducks securing a single point from the overtime loss in this one to the Preds, uh, which I think they're lucky to get considering it was 4-2 with just a couple minutes left, uh, about two and a half minutes to go, and then, yeah, a couple uh, goals with the empty net with the goaltender pulled and, you know, right back in it. Yeah, the uh, the Ducks kind of were... It felt back and forth in this game a little bit. The, the Predators in particular are just a very interesting team to me right now. Oh, yeah. Because, okay, so what would you classify the Predators at uh, as during the trade deadline? Oh, they were sellers, 100%. Like, they got, yet, they, are, they, are Rider, this, they got rid of a couple other guys. Uh, they got Janot, this close yeah. to squeaking into the playoffs right now. Which is weird. I don't know if it's, like, yeah. the guys that are left are like, no, no, you, you might be selling the farm or not selling farm, but you guys might be selling to like you know but try and get gonna, assets but we're not we're ready we're trying we're, we're making playoffs here like are you kidding me we're like you know first second or, or i guess third fourth wild card at this point and especially with the jets 
looking a little rough these days. Yeah, and so it's it's wide open. Yeah, so. so as it stands right now, as I'm looking at the NHL app, uh, the Nashville Predators, 65 games played and 75 points compared to the Jets, uh, who are at 68 games played with 79 points. Yeah. So, so you know, the Preds give me first-year Vegas vibes. In, in the, not in the sense that, you know, all the players are, like, rejects, but, like, everyone's got a chip on their shoulder. Like, okay, no, like, we, we, we thought like, we were playing okay yeah, this season, but, like, yeah. we're, we're not ready to give up. Like, we're, we're pushing now. Like, they've just got that little bit of, um, yeah, I guess just a chip on their, their shoulder going into it. So my, my mm. hot take is Nashville Predators make the Western Conference Finals. So they make the Western Conference final. They make the Western Conference final. That's like my hot take. Third round. Third round. And then they get knocked out by whoever it is, but that's my take. So you're saying that Nashville as it stands squeaks into the wild card. Squeaks into the wild card and uh currently would be playing the Vegas Golden Knights. You're thinking yeah. that they get past that first round alone. Yep. There's hot takes. There's scorching hot takes, and then there's whatever hot diarrhea just came out of your mouth there. That is a take and a half, and it's so much of a take that I am going to write it down, and I'm going to hold you to it. Okay, sounds good. Do it. And if it happens, I want you to frame that for me with a little gold plaque that just says, Carter was right. And if I die, put it on my tombstone, but if I don't, between now and then, which hopefully not, knock on wood, then just just to, just to, just a framed photo. And I'll put it right here, right on the wall behind us, so you have to look at it twice a week, every week, just right there. All right. You got her, yeah. Just getting the last. Okay, what's the what's the date today? March fifteenth. See, and, th- and there's a reason I'm saying it's a very hot take. It's because it's very unlikely, and I know that. But I think if they make the playoffs, they got a little bit of momentum uh, that, that could take them a, a good way, I think. Yeah, I think if the Preds make it, they don't, they're not just a first-round exit. So, What are you writing? A, a, a whole novel? Are you writing it in, like, three different languages? No. Um, one, I'm making sure my handwriting is actually neat. Why? Oh, for when it gets framed. No, just for the for the camera to see. Okay. But also just adding, you said this on March 15th, 2023, and I made the note that Nashville is currently four points out of a playoff spot. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. Oh, Jesus. Okay. I'm just throwing it around, apparently. With games in hand, though. Right? Did you not just say with, that? Yeah, with games in hand. With but games in hand. Making, like... Like a hot take is them making the playoffs, and that's not even like that hot. It's like a no. mild. Yeah, exactly. So, so why would like I do that? Medium. That's not going to get us clicks. <laughs> <laughs> but a hot take is, yeah, them making the Western Conference yeah. Finals. It's more I'll likely right, than Calgary I'll tell you right now. If that happens, it's purely because of UC Saros. Purely because of UC Saros. No other reason we, at all. We we've seen that. Probably every year where a hot goalie drags a team and that shouldn't be in the playoffs into the playoffs. Who would you say it was last year? I don't know. 
as a, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying like it's it's, it's a pretty common occurrence. So Fair you know what? Well, I know. No, I was gonna say Edmonton, but you know, Mike actually, Smith I was just happened I would, to be hot. But I was yeah. gonna say that's what I was gonna say too. To be honest, with you. Dallas, Jake Ottinger. Yeah, the Flames had to pull some voodoo shit to, to get past Jake Ottinger yeah. in particular, and they're still paying for it. <laughs> yeah, this year I don't know who I would say it is. Maybe Minnesota with Flurry, but that's not. I mean, if if the Jets make it, then you know, it, would be, with, it would be actually, hell of a with, with Kaprizov out right now, though, it would be on Flurry. Yeah, but, and he has been playing great as of late. Yeah, yeah. So there would be that. Anyway, Phoenix, back to, Phoenix Copley with the Kings. There's, there's lots this year. Oh uh, yeah, that one too, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Uh, back to the Preds and the Ducks, though. Um, this one I feel like was just a bit of an unlucky game overall. In a way. Yeah. Um, Nashville's first goal was tipped by Colton White's stick while he's playing defense, which. Again, kids, if any kids are listening to this, one, why are your parents letting you listen to this? Two, um, don't, as a goalie, please don't just use the your, your stick blade, especially at an angle, your stick yeah. blade, to, to block do. a shot. Please don't do that. Yeah. Please don't do that. Mm-hmm. Get your body in front of it. If yeah. you're going to block it, but at the same time, Stick, you know, sticks out we, of the we've, way. Yeah. We, we've paid thousands of dollars for our goalie equipment. It's designed to stop pucks. Yeah. Uh, the third goal against uh, from Nashville as well, you know, was behind the net, tips off Bolio's stick, and then off of the back of John Gibson into mm-hmm. the net. Like that, that's just unlucky. Yeah, it's just unlucky overall. So or or highly skilled by uh, who was it Novak? Is that who? That's down? like some crosshair from the Bad Batch level. Yeah, ricocheting off of two different things. Uh, accuracy there, yeah. Um, yeah, the other note I had is just yeah, what a what a comeback. The down four two with two and a half minutes left, and you come back to tie the game there. Both goals on, with the empty net. Mm-hmm. That's damn good. Doesn't doesn't happen very often, especially with this team. Like usually, we just kind of give up the empty net goal right away. So, yeah, yeah. Um, what else did I have here? What 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 do you got before I run through all my notes and just oh, go through this really quick? Yeah. Um, well, first, before what I have to say, um, we got Andrew jumping in the chat with a "Hey guys." What's going on, Andrew? Uh, says, uh, "Sorry, I'm late on THPN. It's all good." Reminded everyone to hit that like button. Who won? And subscribe. And the subscribe. Who won in the Blues game? Eight uh, five final for the Wild. So barn burner there. Anyone listening that hasn't seen it yet, go watch <laughs> the almost Jordan Bennington flurry fight. It's all over Twitter. It's a good one. The um, refs saved Bennington from getting his. Face caved in. Saved his life, yeah. Um, Andrew asks, who won in this game? Currently, we're talking about the Preds won, which was a 5-4 loss. Uh, the Islanders won. It was a 6-3 loss for the Ducks. So, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, what did I have for this game? Um, I mean, besides what you have, I don't really have a whole lot else um, to add. Okay, Honest, well, then take, honestly, the, take, so. take the reins. Okay. Okay, sure. Um, I'm going to save these fancy stats for you because that's your thing. Um, but yeah, I, I will talk about the delay on Frank Vetrano's goal there in, uh, <laughs> what was it, second period? Third yeah, period? I think it was. It was, it, was a, it was a weird delay on that one. <laughs> yeah, it was. But I mean, yeah, it was like in and out real quick. And because it hit that back bar, like there wasn't 
like the net totally didn't move, and there what? But there also wasn't like a sound that it was like, oh, it hit the post. So and, and then no, no, not even Vitrano. Like usually, the guy who shoots it knows, but he, yeah. he was like, I have no idea, oh, man. Oh, that, like, oh, that went in. Oh, okay, cool. Yay, yeah, fist bumps. Yeah, all right. <laughs> that, that was the one time where like the ref was the only one that knew that it went in, not like the guy that shot it. Usually they're like, oh yeah, I've got that. Like no, yeah. No question about it. or the goalie, but like ref actually had their eyes open for once. <laughs> yeah, it, it, no one else on the ice knew, and nobody in the stands knew. And then the ref was like, "Yep, we're good." And then they were like, "Oh, it's a goal." And then Honda Center erupts, and then yeah. it was like, "Oh yeah." Shit, it was okay. like such a delayed non-reaction for a tying goal. Yeah, right. Getting into the third period. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was really interesting, but you know, yeah. all, but also just like what a shot by. Vetrano, he's uh, oh yeah, he just ripped that thing. Yeah, he's he's got such a wicked shot. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I love that he is actually willing to shoot as well. Um, so it's it's very beneficial. Yeah, it has been a while. Like not discrediting, you know, like Troy Terry or uh, Trevor Zegers or any guys like that, but like to have somebody who's just in that mentality to shoot, right? Like yeah. a little bit more of a shoot first, pass second type guy. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it is. It is quite nice for sure. So, yeah. Um, um, and sorry, just correction on the the bank goal that you were talking about. That third Nashville goal that was um, former Anaheim Duck Kiefer Sherwood banking that in. Oh, of course it was. Gibson. Of course yeah, it was. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> what else do you no, expect? <laughs> not Novak, who I had initially said who had a three point night, two uh, goals and an assist on the Sherwood goal. So, um, but oh, yeah, just man. just a little correction there. So, but yeah, of, of course it was a former Duck. Yeah. That scores that. So, <laughs> of course, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what did you have here for some uh, some of these fancy numbers? Um, yeah, I guess if we're talking about the goal scoring right now. Uh, just you know, capitalized on pretty much all shot types, which mm-hmm. you don't normally see, especially from this Ducks team. Um, and also on UC Soros in particular, there. Uh, the Ducks. Uh, this is coming from Natural Stat Trick. Uh, the Duck. Yeah, the Ducks capitalizing on one high danger goal, uh, mm-hmm. one medium danger, and two low danger goals. Oh. Wow. Not something you typically see out of uh, out of Sorrows for sure. So no, definitely not. He but he has had a little bit of a weird year for Sorrows. Like like still a good yeah. year, but just you know not not quite himself maybe. So yeah, yeah the, this the, these numbers uh, kind of speak to it. Yeah, this game in particular it was eight ninety two. Uh, for the save percentage there. 33 saves on 37 shots. Yeah, so yeah, quite, not your, quite not uncharacteristic. Your typical, yes, and especially for you know a game that went to overtime. Yeah, right? so, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not your usual Soros game, but mm-hmm. shows that he that he, that he is human. Yeah. So, um, but he did make some he did make some big stops in this game. Oh, yeah, uh, sure. as well the the Silverberg one that it uh, went off the post, went right back to Silverberg, mm-hmm. and Soros just. Got his toe on uh, on the rebound shot there. So, yeah, and and yeah, he like hit it like kind of as it was like pa- passing him. Like it wasn't he got the pad out to stop it. Like he literally just like kicked it with the skate blade yeah. to knock it out of the way. Like, which he, was, like he, yeah, he hit it and redirected it. So yeah, it's absolutely just in nuts. time kind of thing. Yeah, so. and th- that's the Saros that everyone knows. Yeah. I think it's his ability to make those saves. But I got a feel for Silverberg too. Like, dude's. Like goals are hard to come by for him, <laughs> as of the, late, and, and, his, and he gets robbed twice in the span of four seconds. Like, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, four seconds. I'd say, yeah. I'd say it's like one, two seconds. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, um, Jones, McTavish, and Terry 
mm. has been an interesting line. And it's been interesting good. in a good way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And especially in this game uh, in particular here. Um, and I will take a look as well when we get to the Islanders game, how they uh, how they were looking. But um, yeah, that uh, line played 11 minutes in the Nashville game, uh, five on five. Um, a 0.67 expected goals for a 0.04 expected against. Damn. And getting that just doesn't happen as a line. That's yeah, it was nuts. What, yeah, that's uh, really what what they were doing in this game here, um, and to to break it down a little bit, uh, we'll start with uh, Max Jones, who we're, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about as well later, especially in regards to uh, the the Islanders game. Uh, Jones putting up an assist with uh, just under 14 minutes of time on ice. Uh, yeah. Then you got Troy Terry putting up a goal with just over 20 minutes and uh, a minute and a half on on the power play, and then Mason McTavish putting up two goals in just over 18 minutes of time on ice with a minute and a half of that being on the power play. He's got three goals and four points in his last five games, uh, at least up to the predators game now Um, for good for uh, 16 goals and 40 points on the season. Nice hitting that 40 point plateau. So um, that's, that's pretty good. Just a couple points shy of guaranteeing, himself like a half a point per game pace which is yeah. solid I, I guess he would be around like a point six point seven yeah ish somewhere in there just quick estimating um yeah. point per game pace so which, which is pretty solid he's i saw he's second in the rookie scoring race i think veneers had 48 yeah. as of last night and i guess they didn't play tonight so yeah yeah i think at this so. point unless mctavish like just goes off in a game i think it is veneers like the rookie scoring yeah. title but, especially because the kraken are in a playoff position so it does it does yeah, kind of play into it but yeah, yeah. I, and, I do uh, really oh go ahead i was gonna say with uh the islanders game finished now as well so that uh will take off a goal for uh mctavish so that'll be two goals in his last five and uh and three points in his last five which is still yeah. really good oh, though yeah no for sure yeah um, yeah, just with this line, I, I think that Jones and McTavish have a really solid chemistry together. I think, I, I like, we, we talked about Zegris and McTavish being complementary in a way that, like, Zegris can be feeding McTavish. And we see that on the power play. I think it works quite well. But the Ducks are obviously a better team when those two are on separate lines as, as your separate centermen, like line one and two. Yeah. Um, but I think Jones has kind of emerged as maybe not like, you know, a top passer, but he's good at retrieving the puck and get, being physical yeah. and, and hard on the forecheck. And then he just yeah, kind of throws he's, he's it in the... Sure. He just kind of gives, not not necessarily like crisp tape-to-tape passes, but he can at least get it to an area where McTavish can then make a play on it. And, mm. um, you know, not not to take away from Jones. Like, he, he, does, he can make those nice passes, but like, just not as efficiently, I guess, as we've seen from Zegris before. Um, but... You know, this, I think that pairing as a line works really, really well together. Um, and I mean, Terry's good on that line as well. Obviously, you talked that he had a goal, and uh, Terry's obviously a really good player, but I think he fits better with Trevor Zegris. So I think yeah, just I l- looking forward to the offseason, one of the moves that um, needs to be made by Pat Verbeek is getting a. Oh middle six right or 
I guess top six, we'll say top six, a top six right winger that can um, be with Jones and McTavish on that line that would complement them in in some way, either like a good passer or maybe a, a more defensive forward or someone who's just well-rounded, can pass, can shoot, whatever, multiple threats. Because um, then I think we got a dangerous top six, especially with Terry moving up or being able to move up with Zegers. So. Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely yeah. agree. Sorry, I'm, yeah. just, I'm trying to see as well just how this oh, yeah. line is done, like outside of this game, like just kind of. Oh yeah, for sure. As no, a whole here, so. Yeah, I don't think they've played together a ton, but um, yeah, just while you're pulling that up, Jones, I, I think he's looked really well. I don't know if it's because he's getting top six minutes, so he's just kind of trying to prove himself a bit, or um, or, or if he's just really starting to emerge as like the first round pick that we drafted him as. Now that he's 25 and kind of entering his prime, and um you know, not being bogged down by um, lingering season-long injuries or extended injuries or anything like that. He's he's yeah. just really finding some consistency in his game. He plays physically. He's aggressive on pucks. And he's just complimenting McTavish really well. I think, like, he's just found, like, a good line mate as well. So, yeah, just props to how Jones is playing. And, and I mean, I don't think we sign him to a huge deal, but I hope, because um, I think he is up this year... If I'm not mistaken, uh, it, Jones. Yeah, I don't think he is. No, if I remember correctly. I'll let you, let you tell oh, me yeah. if I'm wrong. Uh, three-year deal signed um, before the season before. So yeah, he's in the second yeah. year of that deal. So at one point two nine five mil. So then, that, so yeah, two more years, and then he is still an RFA with a qualifying offer of one point five million. So I mean. I was kind of yep. hoping that he would be up for a contract this year because we could sign him for a little bit of term, you know, four or five years at a, a lower rate. But, you know, if next year he really picks up the pace playing with McTavish and insert off-season acquisition right winger here, then might might be a little bit higher mm-hmm. paycheck for Jones. I mean, I don't think anything crazy. I don't think we're going to yeah. pay him like six, seven mil. But, you, you know, I don't think Jones is the type of guy... I mean, happy for him to prove me wrong, but I don't think you want to pay him, you know, five years, four or five mil- million dollars. Like, I think that's a little bit yeah, high, but... I feel I like know. it'd be like three and self kind of thing. Like three mil? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd even pay as high as four, like yeah. four years, four million. Like, I think that's fine, especially yeah. um, considering his age. He's he's fairly young. He's played in the NHL for a while, so... Yeah. So that line has, uh, it's apparently played 15 games together. However, it's only been 70, like about 77 minutes total. Um, So a bit more like kind of on the fly. And now it's been a bit more as of late. Um, But even so, uh, 2.6 expected goals for uh, what that line's looking at. Um, And their expected goals per 60 is just slightly over two. So, which is pretty damn good. Yeah. And, and, and goals against, terms, how's that looking? Uh, I'll, I'm pulling up their actual things right okay. now. So they've, uh, they have actually, they have four goals actual, um, nice. and four against. So just right. Even, uh, one for one kind okay. of thing. So, and yeah. same with the goals for and goals against per, uh, per 60 as a line. Okay. Um, the exact same there. It's uh, expected at three point one two. So yeah, okay. definitely the uh, you know they've they've definitely stepped on the ice 
and that happens to be the lineup out there and there's a goal scored. Yeah. Um, which is kind of inflating that a little bit. So let's mm-hmm. keep that in mind. But um even out of the couple of games that we've seen so far, they've uh they've done uh they've done all right. So um yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I'm happy to see how that line goes for the rest of this season. Uh, thir- 13? No, 14 games left because we just yeah game 68. So, yeah. They're, uh, yeah, I guess this is kind of going into the Islanders game a little bit. There was a bit of a shakeup with the lines, and I did uh, kind of recognize it while we were doing the watch along. I just didn't make a comment on it. But mm-hmm. um, just seeing it in the time on ice here, definite uh, mix up of lines happening there. Jones, McTavish, and Terry only playing 638 together. Um, and it looks like uh, Terry got swapped out for um, Frank Vetrano. Okay, because uh, they played yeah. five nineteen there. So yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, yeah, um, like you know, see what you got. I mean, the, the team wasn't rolling great in the second period, and not even really the third yeah. period either. Like, well, I mean, we got two goal, two goals in the first, and then oh, I guess we had one more. When was the when was the third goal? Oh, in the third period. Kind of yeah, third period the third, there, yeah. kind of so, later, yeah. So yeah, we did have a, a good stretch where we got scored on quite a bit and didn't score, so I, I'm not too mad about shaking up the lines. And Yeah. You know, the, only line, over, but. the only line that got kept together uh, is the Comtois-Grant-Megna fourth line there um, okay. that uh, played 926 tonight. <laughs> yeah. Makes so the, the next highest uh, lineup, I guess, was vetrano Lundestrom silverberg at 658. Just to give you the the idea there, so okay, yeah, um, yeah. I, I guess we can get more into the Islanders Ducks game because I didn't have anything else, and looks like yeah. you didn't have anything else for this Preds one. So, uh, yeah, six three final for the Islanders. Um, as we talked about, you know, Ducks were leading two one in the first, uh, then down three two at the end of the second, and then uh, Islanders just kind of finally capitalized on their chances. So, um, is the expected goals? accurate for this one uh yeah it is um i pulled no that up like 30 seconds before oh, uh, we went live <laughs> there yeah it was a rough, R- rough night, night. <laughs> for, for both goaltenders it's it's what happens when you have two goaltenders on both sides one team is good defensively while the other team is good offensively so those kind of battle each other but then you go to the other end where the Islanders are not so much of an offense team and the Ducks have no defense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But they got John Gibson. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, the uh, Money Puck had the expected goals tonight of uh, 2.06. So, two goals for the Islanders and 1.08. So, one goal for the Ducks was the expected. And again, the final score was 6-3 in this game. Yeah. So, so it was <laughs> r- a, rough for the, ex- uh, the goals saved above expected for both tendies there yeah for yeah for both exactly there so yeah Ilya Sorokin putting up an 870 save percentage uh in this game um yeah natural statric had an expected goals against of 1.4 he had three against um but again you know like the Ducks offense didn't as good as they can be they didn't really do a whole heck of a lot as usual of, you know, getting high danger shots or that kind of thing, right? Especially against a a tight defensive team like the Islanders. Um, yeah, only three high danger shots there. A lot of low danger ones, but they were able to squeak one past him. Um, and two, uh, the other two were considered medium danger there for, 
for the goals against there. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, then you look at John Gibson, who there were a couple watching this game that I'm like, I'm not, I'm not sure which ones they exactly line up with, but I just kind of think in my head quickly, there's a couple that were not his fault. Definitely, you know, just the lack of defensive coverage in front or uh, just, you know, quick plays or that kind of thing. But there was a couple that I felt that could have had, I guess. So, yeah, um, yeah he came into this game, uh, natural statics saying a 2.43 expected goals against and allowing six. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> but at the same time, like, like the ones that the ones that I'll kind of give him, I guess, were you know, those high danger ones, uh, the mm. Islanders put on and, and just relative as well. I'll show you, you know, the, the, the Islanders aren't that offensive minded, which we, we kind of know, but, yeah. um, they only got nine hate high danger shots against on mm. this ducks team on this ducks team defense, only nine hundred, uh, nine high danger shots, not a which, whole lot. Yeah. It's, it's pretty um, good. It looks pretty good honestly but uh but when they got those they capitalized on it natural statrix saying four of those uh goals were high danger goals there oh, wow. um but then one medium one low danger there so yeah um yeah it's really just a rough night for both goaltenders uh honestly and that's the roughest game we've seen out of john gibson i think in a long time like uh what was the game that was earlier last week i think it was um, at the five-two Seattle, yeah, like that was kind of a rough game for rougher, yeah, Gibson. But like in comparison, this one sucked <laughs> to say yeah. the least. Like not even the yeah, not even like the Nashville game. I don't think tops this one. So yeah, this, no, is, just yeah. A, this is just a rough night for him. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, I I would agree with that so. for sure. So. Yeah, throw in throw in uh, Dostal for against Columbus because what well, we saw Dostal against last Wednesday, and then Gibson's now played three straight games. So so yeah, yeah. give him a rest. See what Dostal. happens with yep. Dostal. Yeah, and then you play uh, Vancouver again on the Sunday. Like you got you got a massive week. You got four games in uh, in seven nights coming up next week. Like oh yeah, so you you definitely get. Dostal into it. Yeah. And you got time for more rest as well because you're in the middle of an eight game home stand. Yeah, exactly. Like, take the opportunity, especially like coming to the, like, I can can get, you know, like, oh, we want to, you know, go balls to the walls for the the end of the season kind of thing. But it's, you're, you're in the Bedard sweepstakes. Yeah. You're not pushing for a playoff spot, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, now is the time to give Dostal a bit, a, a few more games. Yeah, which I mean, I don't know if that's how you increase your odds at Connor Bedard, but you know, the, now's I, the time where you, yeah. you you experiment because you're not like, yeah, oh, exactly. we need you to guarantee wins. Have, we just want to see what happens. Yeah, yeah, you see what you have in the pipeline, right? See, it's it's starting to kind of be tryouts for next year, right? Dostal yeah. is probably going to be the backup for next year, but and as much as we've seen of him, I want to see more. I want to yeah, see exactly. more. Right yeah. now is the time to do it. Yeah, no, for sure. So, uh, just to uh, get into some. Chat comments here. Andrew was saying for this game, yeah, first period was good in that one. Yeah, no, no very, very few complaints there. Yeah. Um, uh, Marcus dropping dropping by saying quack, quack. Hello, Marcus. What's going on, good Marcus? Uh, also says, um, so I don't know if you know, but I'm from Nevada, but right now I'm visiting friends in Nova Scotia, uh, and it is so cold, <laughs> like so, 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 so cold. Yeah. 
And uh, Andrew is uh, currently soaking up the sun in Naples, Florida, and does not care much for cold or snow. Even though he's... Oh, yes, he says here, yeah. And, and he's Canadian, too, so... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I mean... I, yeah, I don't, I don't have too much more to say on this game. Um, oh, I, oh, I guess... Whoa, whoa. I, actually, I do. Sorry. You're we, not we going to talk no. about our Lord and Savior... Yeah, speaking say of it, not known say, for... Say it with me, everybody. Our not known Lord for our offensive Savior, production. <laughs> Kevin Shattenkirk. Sorry, did I read that right? Oh, yeah, right. Kevin Shattenkirk with two out of the three goals on the night tonight for the Ducks. Yeah, I mean, one of what? them, like, yes, he got the goal <laughs> by definition, but like... But who made the goal happen? Who? Trevor Zegras. Yeah, like... You could have put down a two by four on the ice instead of Kevin Shattenkirk, <laughs> and it still would have went in the net. Oof, ouch! And like that's not even me trying to like you know take anything away from Kevin Shattenkirk. Like I'm not trying to be like oh fuck Kevin Shattenkirk and trying to like offend him. I'm just saying Trevor Zegras was that play. He made that play happen. Uh, you put me there, I I would have scored a goal too. Just it, it was all Trevor Zegras. Like literally, just oh I have a stick in my hand. Put it on the ice, and then Zegras does the rest. <laughs> like the, to, the, to be fair, I, I to be fair, I've seen you receive cross crease passes. I don't know if you would put that one in. To be honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a defenseman. When do I receive cross crease passes? So is Kevin Shattenkirk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a defensive defenseman. <laughs> so is Kevin Shattenkirk. <laughs> <laughs> Not from what I've seen. <laughs> no, yeah, fair enough. Um, but uh, yeah, that uh, that uh, that Zegris move, goddamn, that was good. Yeah, it was that was silky. Just love it. Like, like it, I'm a, I'm a guy, and I I somehow like during the during the TV break for the for the watch party, I went and took a pregnancy test, and it came out positive. <laughs> I, I I don't know how, but Trevor Zegris, <laughs> it's magic, man. It's it's just it's magic. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that was a beautiful move. Yeah, like pulling the puck between his legs to get it to the backhand and pass it uh, backhand pass cross crease. Yeah, to, to Shattenkirk there taps it home. Yeah, that was a great goal. And then yeah, Shattenkirk on the power play as well uh, for that second one driving it mm-hmm. from uh, from the blue line there. And yeah, that that uh, one was all Kevin broken. Shattenkirk. That was we'll, we'll yeah, give him that credit was a good shot. One. So that's the type of thing that we expected more out of John Klingberg. And did not get whatsoever. So yeah, yeah, it expected at the beginning of the season. Yeah, that's what we expected. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know. Do you have anything else about this game, or uh, that, kind of- that was really it? So on it, like the the Islanders are known as a possession team. They definitely took possession in this game. Yeah. So uh, there's yeah, a lot of time sure. in in the Ducks zone. It felt like, and uh, yeah, the, the Ducks tried the best that they could, but when you got Sorokin on one net, it's a defensive team. You have no offensive or defensive system uh, as a whole. This could have been a lot worse. This could have been like the, the second game of the season uh, where we last played the Islanders, and it was, what, 7-1? So, um, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's an improvement from that, put it that way. Oh, so, for sure, yeah. And and this is, the, this is an Islanders team as well that, you know, they're, they're pushing to hold on to their playoff spot right now. So, um, yeah. You knew yeah. you knew that they were going to come out swinging, and the Ducks were. Uh, the, the second period wasn't so much the Ducks' issue in this game. I don't think uh, the the third period definitely was, though. Oh yeah, 
No, so sure. giving up, uh, giving up three goals in that period. So yeah. mind you, I guess a little bit of the second period, but definitely the third. They just, yeah. they just ran out of gas. So, mm-hmm. but I, uh, I, I was a little surprised just because you brought up Sorokin because the uh, the Islanders played in LA just last night and Sorokin um, played in that game. Uh, so I, th- I, I, I thought we were kind of guaranteed that Varlamov was starting. I thought I even saw something come out that he was starting, but I don't mm. know. It wasn't super rep- super reputable source. But um, but yeah, Sorokin actually played both games in this back-to-back, which, as you said, they are fighting for a playoff spot. So like, it does kind of make sense that they're pushing a little bit harder there. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. Like it's... Um, I, I mean, Sorokin played uh, against Washington and let him... Five goals on Sunday, so oh, but then you know the Kings beat the Islanders five two last night, so I, I don't know maybe a little bit of a rebound trying to get like a rebound game for Sorokin, like yeah oh, maybe hey, yeah, a rough game last night like just yeah. you know let's let, let's try this one more time kind of thing yeah especially heading into the into the playoffs there though so and I mean yeah. I was gonna say well why wouldn't you do that against the they play the Sharks later this week but I guess the Ducks are just as good for that respect yeah exactly so, yeah but i guess just the the idea of doing it on the on the second half of a back-to-back is kind of odd so but yeah anyway yeah. yeah but yeah um so yeah that's uh, i guess really all we have to say about this one um just before we head into a break we got andrew asking uh who's next on thpn so uh on friday Grant will be doing the Hurricanes versus the Leafs, 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 Eastern is when that one will start. And that's uh, who's next up there. There you go. And we're not on the THPN streams for a couple weeks, but we will be back with one more uh, watch party at least, um, which is, if off the top of my head, April 5th against the Edmonton Oilers, that last week of the season there. That sounds right. Yep. Um, So can quickly double check the 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 next and last time that the ducks have a wednesday game yeah so not so, so not next wednesday and not the wednesday after that but the following wednesday yeah three wednesdays april april 5th yeah you were right uh 7 p.m pacific 10 eastern um second last week of the season the ducks have three more games oh okay that. so yeah they're going, going a little later than usual but yeah okay um yeah, on the other side of the break, um, we'll, we'll take a, a minute off here to catch our breath, grab some water, all that stuff. We've got a little bit of news, a couple bits to talk about, upcoming games, Gulls update, and what's quacking, which sounds like a lot. Shouldn't be too much. Should uh, should be able to get out of here pretty soon. But yeah, yeah. we'll uh, hear from our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, promo code THPN, and I'll see you guys in just a minute. Ready for the underdogs, the upsets, and the unbelievable action from DraftKings Sportsbook? The biggest tournament in college basketball is here. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on college hoops and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all customers can score a no-sweat bet during round one and two of the tournament. Go to the app, opt in, and place a no-sweat bet this weekend. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. So, what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with the code THPN. 
New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Win or lose. Again, that's promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. We got Lucas hopping in the chat saying, just got home from the game. What's up, boys? Hey, What's Lucas. Going on, Lucas? <clears throat> Doing pretty good, pretty good. And yeah, sorry the boys couldn't get a win for you there, but hopefully it was you know still a good experience. Get to see the team live in person. Just hang out, have a good time. You got some goals to cheer about, which is good. Yeah, some go- some goals are better than no goals. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, so as we said, a couple bits of news to talk about, which is definitely a change from the last few episodes. Uh, first one is that Anthony Stellars um, is, uh, I guess, out for the rest of the season after having successful knee surgery on March 14th and expected recovery time is six to eight weeks for that. Ex- Explains why we didn't trade him at the deadline. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Like, was he not like originally like day to day? Like that seems maybe it's because we're so focused on the ducks, but that seems to happen a lot with the ducks in particular. Yeah, where it's like, like a I know there's other teams that are like thing, way more questionable like, about it, but oh yeah, the, this guy's actually out for months because he had to quit surgery. Yeah. It's, so, like, like, I get there's, like, initial evaluations and that kind of thing, but, like, that feels like such a massive jump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, it's it's definitely more common for, I guess, a lot of the smaller markets, um, whereas we're, like, even aside from Edmonton and Calgary, like, we, we still just see all of, like, the Canadian media, like, more so, like, the Canadian teams and, and those markets. So, and those teams, because the fan bases are so big, like they tend to get a lot more, I guess, just publicity or like there's more people asking or, you know, yeah. the, the teams feel like they need to give more information to the fans, whatever it is. So like we're just kind of maybe more used to that, even if it is, say, coming from like Vancouver or Winnipeg or Toronto or Ottawa or whatever. Whereas like the teams like say, not that these aren't, you know, bigger markets, but like... um I know New Jersey is like very, very like secretive about their injuries. They're like, yep, out day to day. And then like a couple weeks later, they're like, yep, LTIR. And then a couple weeks later, they're like, yep, had season ending surgery. And you're like, it's October. How the fuck was he day to day at any point? <laughs> like what? <laughs> uh, so like, it's yeah. just, yeah. Uh, so they're one of them, like Anaheim. Um, it really, really a lot of like the more Southern state teams are like that. Yeah, for some so, reason. Yeah, just, just Less coverage, I guess, um, all around. Like the, I guess yeah, the, the, the the sports networks are more focused on, say, like the Rams or the um, like the Texans out of the yeah. NFL. Like th- like just those teams, just because they just like we talked about ESPN on here. Like they just that that they, they just care more about those. And, and fan, <laughs> there's more fans that care ESPN about those. ESPN so. does not give two shits about hockey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like <laughs> we know that for a fact. Yeah, it, it's just you know, they're they're not putting it out there, and they're not listening to anybody that wants that information either. So yeah, yeah, but yeah. Anyways, tough for Stellars. I mean, at least we get to be guaranteed to see Dostal up for the rest of the season, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Um. Also, unlikely that. We'll see Stellars in a Ducks uniform again. Never, never know. 
I guess, depending on trade deadline moves or whatever. But yeah, yeah, I guess I shouldn't say it won't happen, but it, it's unlikely considering he's a UFA and it doesn't Gibson make and Dostal that are sense ready. For it to happen. Yeah, 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 exactly. Lucas says uh, about ESPN, the worst channel to watch hockey. So boring. Absolutely. It, ha- it has been rough on there. I think, uh, were we talking about it last week? I think. I think so, I think so um, yeah. But yeah, like from what I've seen of the, the two uh, national broadcasts for uh, for in the States there in particular, uh, between ESPN and TNT, I much prefer TNT. Oh yeah, for sure. So just... The like who they have, how they produce their their broadcasts, and just mm-hmm. everything just seems to be miles and miles better than what ESPN oh, does. Yeah. So, For like sure. out of the, I guess out of like the four like national networks between Canada and the states, right? Of like Sportsnet, TSN, ESPN, and uh, TNT. ESPN, no question, is at the bottom. And then the the other three, I guess I don't watch many NHL games on TSN, so I guess I'd put them at three just because I, I don't really know, I guess, too much. Yeah. Um, if I have to base it off of, like, say, the World Juniors, though, actually, no, I'd still probably leave them at three, actually, because TNT is that good. And then yeah. I kind of flip-flop on Sportsnet TNT, so. Yeah. No, that's that's a fair assessment, I think, but... but. Yeah. Any, anyways, um, speedy recovery. Wish the best for Stellars, and you know, hopefully, whether it's with yeah. the Anaheim Ducks or not, uh, he has a, a job next season because yeah, I think he he's earned it and he's he's good enough to have that. And hopefully, the the surgery is a speedy recovery for him. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, and then the other piece of news just came out earlier today, earlier Wednesday, I guess. Um, the Ducks signing prospect Nikita Nestorenko, who we acquired from the Wild, um, or we got his signing rights from the Wild in the John Klingberg trade. Uh, so signed him to an ELC two years at 925000 per year. This year counts as the first year of that contract. So this year and next year mm. is when he's signed. Uh, uh, $92,500 signing bonus, base salary eight thirty two. Five hundred is how is the breakdown there. Um, I would yeah. very much like to go. Yes, I will accept this job and uh, check my bank account. Oh, hey, ninety two and a half thousand dollars just got added to it. Yeah, right. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So, um, yeah, he, he was a sixth round pick back in twenty nineteen. I, I want to say that, yeah, but I thought he was older. So, but I could be wrong. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure oh, yeah, it was 2001 born. So yeah, 2019, yeah. 172nd overall to the Wild there. So, um, and yeah, has just played in uh, college with uh, with Boston College there since then. Uh, 13 goals, 34 points in 36 games this season, oh, um, and in 97 games with Boston College, 77 points. So kind of just under a point per game pace. This year has really picked it up, but very much known for his shot. He is a shot first guy wicked shot if you can get into a uh, an open scoring area look out it's 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 got a label on it for the back of the net so um so yeah that's very very um i guess an important signing considering he was i mean we don't know what that fourth round pick in 2025 is going to be but right now that is the main piece of the john klingberg trade so um hopefully it pans out even yeah. even just for the next season like it's kind of a win like okay at least we got 
you know, this player, but hopefully, hopefully longer. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I was kind of curious if he would have been like rushed and uh, like gotten into tonight's game against the Islanders, but that's not the case. Uh, so I'll have to yeah, keep an eye on if practice, he's if he's in on uh, Friday against the Blue Jackets there. But um, yeah, his I, I was looking at some clips of his shot, and yeah, he just kind of it, he takes the shot like when he's in a good spot too, right? He's mm-hmm. not like just throwing the pucks on net just for the sake of it, yeah. um, which is kind of refreshing to be honest with you but but he still um, gets himself into those positions he doesn't just hold on to it and he's like ah, yeah. it's not here and i mean i mean, I haven't seen a ton of him play so maybe there's mm-hmm. a little hesitation but it's yeah he, he tends to get it off quickly so yeah exactly and uh yeah just honestly i'm excited to see this kid play um with mm-hmm. us there so like i know i was kind of hesitant just because it was signing rights initially with uh with the, with the trade but now that he's signed there like i'm yeah, I'm excited to see him like actually put on the jersey and uh, and and play. So and and again to clarify as well, he will be reporting to Anaheim. Uh, yep. Won't be going down to to San Diego. So yep. he, he is on for a the moment, contract. So like yeah. we can bury him quite easily down. My any my assumption minors, but... is that he's staying up with the Ducks for the rest of the season, and yeah. then yeah, yeah. we'll see about next year kind of thing. Where he yeah, is. It, it's we're gonna give you some games for the rest of the season, see where you're at, and then. At training camp next year, it's like, okay, we liked what we saw, but you still have to prove yourself coming into training camp and show that you're ready for a opening night roster spot. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, but right now, he's, he's kind of being gifted with an opportunity considering where the yeah. Ducks are. So Yeah, here, we'll toss you in the lineup right now when we are uh, 29th in the league. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, let, let's see how you do and when we're ready for zeros across the board. Kind of thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. He is a left-handed shot, uh, but he plays center and the wing. So I, I guess probably both wings. Maybe more of a tendency to the left wing, just because he's a left shot. But, um, you know, could maybe be that right winger that we need with Mason McTavish with the left-handed shot. You know, sticks on the inside, so able to get the puck off his stick very quickly. But yeah. yeah. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. We, we will trust in, I was going to say Verbeek, but no, I guess that decision comes down to our boy Dallas Eakins. So maybe <laughs> maybe we'll see where he's deployed. Probably fourth yeah. line for six minutes a night. But yeah, so. Um, yeah, all right. I guess before we get to upcoming games or that, uh, just Andrew in the chat saying that he was heading out uh, and having a good night. So yeah, have a good night, Andrew. Thanks for, yeah. uh, for stopping Thanks. in. Good to so, see you, as always. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I guess we missed this, too. He'll be wearing number 62 with the Ducks. And also, you have a very random fact. <laughs> this is just a very random fact uh, that I saw. Uh, Nestorenko's... What, when is Nestorenko's birthday, Carter? I thought I saw it was in September. like Just as I was looking him up, September 2001. Oh, no. Don't tell me. September 10th. Okay. <laughs> 2000. <laughs> okay, we're good. Just the day before, but I saw that and I was just like, huh. All right. Just a, like I said, it's a very random fact. Yeah. It's just Yeah. If your <laughs> if your birthday was the day after September 10th, 2001, would you change it? Would you just be like, well, I mean, I guess it would be probably up to your parents. I know somebody whose point. birthday is on it is on September 11th, 2001. Uh, not 2001. Okay. 
No, but, but if it was like if it was like that day, like that day that same year, I feel like I like if I had had it. Obviously, I was four at the time, but you know, <laughs> if such a traumatic world event happens where like everybody knows the date and the year, like just it, it's just a thing, you know, and it's yeah. just like such a sad day. If I had if I had a kid born on a day like that, I would be like. Let's pretend they were born the day before. Like, let's <laughs> let's just say that it was that. Like, I, you know, I feel like you. I feel like not to take a dark turn on this, but I feel like you can't really. You don't even have that option anymore. It feels like there's just something happening every day now. I mean, I but, guess yeah, but like that's. I mean, not not to say that like you know oh this trauma is worse than other traumas, but like it's I, like. Yeah, I don't know. Something that was so big on the global on the global on, scale. on like a global scale, yeah. yeah, and just like world altering. Yeah, yeah, I would just, I because like you don't want your kid like going to school and it's like, oh hey, happy birthday, Timmy! Let's <laughs> let's all head down to the gym for a, a morning ceremony, and then and then maybe we can have some cake, but we can't be too happy about it. It's got to be <laughs> chocolate with black icing and no streamers, no presents either. So, so like, I don't, it, yeah, it's just. It would be too too weird, and it's like, you know. <laughs> anyway, that's just my opinion. But so may, so maybe Nestorenko's birthday, they were like, you know what? Let's just <laughs> let's just slide that a little bit. Just, I'm just saying. If we ever get Nestorenko on the show, that's the question I want you to lead off with. <laughs> so Nestorenko, uh, I know that you just put up a hat trick last game, but let's not start there. Is your birthday actually September 10th, or did they? Or was it? Or was it the 11th, and you changed it? <laughs> <laughs> or your parents changed it. Oh man, can you tell that it's a late night show? Yeah, because we're just, <laughs> just all over the place. Delusional. Um, yeah. yeah. Speaking of delusional, let's get into some upcoming game predictions. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Because <laughs> the, uh... the first game that we have coming up is against another team trying to go for Connor Bedard. It is another round of the Tankford Bedard. Series against the Columbus Blue Jackets Friday night, 7 p.m. Pacific. At this point, we're just gonna see keep away, and then like you know, Trevor Zegers <laughs> is gonna get a breakaway, and it'll be like the ending of the Incredibles where uh there where Dash is in the race, they're like, no, 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 slow down, slow down, no, 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 let's score. And then he just like yeah. you know shoots it wide with like a slow big down, grin slow on down. His okay, face. no, no, go, 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 no, no, slow, yeah. slow, slow, go, 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 go. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, Zegers just starts playing post. It's like, how many posts can I hit? So it looks yeah, like I'm exactly. trying, but <laughs> uh, you start seeing like Shattenkirk passing it into his own net, like just you know cross crease pass passes like inches in front of John Gibson, like shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so on Tuesday night, the Columbus Blue Jackets broke a four game losing streak, uh, uh, winning in overtime uh, against the San Jose Sharks six five. Another game in the uh, tank for Bedard's uh, series. Yeah. Um, I, I talked about it a little bit quick on the, on the watch party, but uh, if you haven't yet Carter and for anybody else as well, you need to go look at Johnny Gaudreau's uh, overtime game winner for Columbus oh, yeah. because the San Jose sharks do not put in any effort whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> like it's such a lack of effort that Dallas Eakins is going, what the fuck are you doing out there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it yeah. So uh to kind of give you an idea of where the where the blue jackets are, yeah, they, they went to overtime against the Sharks. Okay. So which both teams 
are near the bottom with mm-hmm. us as well, right? Yeah. But um, I uh, maybe that was the Sharks' play the whole time because now I'm looking at the standings here, and Columbus has two games in hand on the in uh, in hand on the Sharks, and are only two points back now. Maybe it's, maybe it's the Sharks' long play. You know, could be. Could be. Okay, you know, we, we, we got to overtime, but we'll we'll give them this one. Yeah. Get us a little bit closer. Yeah. So. Never know. Uh do you have a score prediction for this game against Columbus? Uh for this game, man, I'm I'm looking at the scores and they're just kind of all over the place. Um, but considering San Jose managed to get five uh without Timo Meyer. Um eight seven. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm still going to go for something kind of higher. I'm going to go... I feel like Anaheim's going to take this one. Okay. I'm going to go 5-3 for the Ducks. Okay. Interesting. 5-3. I thought you were going to predict an overtime, because I'm definitely going to predict an overtime for Anaheim. Um, I was going to say 5-4, but that's boring because it's close to yours, so fuck it. 8-7. Eight seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot out the lights on a Friday night. Balls to the wall. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why, why can't it happen? I mean, unless we play Dostal. Ah, uh, that seems high. I'm gonna go. It, it can happen either way. Let's be honest here. Should, should I go seven six? Nah, no, no, no. I'll keep it. I'll keep Gibson it. Gibson or Dostal. It could happen. We've yeah. seen it happen. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Eight, eight seven. I don't. I don't feel comfortable with it, but it's it's what I'm predicting. <laughs> it's what you're going with. Yeah, I like it. Sticking to your guns. Yeah. All right. The game we got after that is against the Vancouver Canucks, who we just saw last Wednesday. I guess. Yeah. Um, the Canucks lead the season series now two nothing, uh, beating us in November eight five, and then beating us last week in overtime three two. Um. Yeah. How the Canucks been doing in their, their oh. last ten so- here? Sorry, fun fact. Um, oh. 5-3 was the final in the Columbus game that we played earlier in the season as well. And that's, oh, so that's gotcha. your prediction. So I forgot to mention that. But. There you go. Uh, Vancouver's on a heater. Five-game win streak. 7-2-1 and one in their last 10. And mm. on the road, that's where they dwindle a little bit. But then again, they, they just had a rough season to start with. 13-5-4 uh, and four on the road. I'm going with uh, the Canucks making this a 3 nothing series lead. That's fair. Mm, one five two. Five two. Okay, I could see it. Um, I'm I'm just double checking my logic here on one guy in particular because I want to see this. While while I'm doing while I'm pulling this up though, you okay. can give your, you okay. can give your yeah. prediction. I wasn't sure how long you were gonna be. Yeah, no, I see Vancouver taking this one as well. Just A, because they're on a heater this year, and B because they've had our number. Um or sorry, not on a heater this year. They are on a heater lately, but yeah, they've had our number. So um is this the end of the season series? Oh, do we play? Uh no, I think we still play them one more time. <laughs> oh boy. I can yeah, feel we that still, coming. Yeah, uh we still play them on April 11th as well. I think it's the last game of the season. Second last. Or second, second last? last. Okay. We have LA after that. But yeah. Um, what do I want to say? 4-2 Vancouver seems right. Like 3-2 with an empty net. Okay. Like I feel like 
you know, you always have guys when they're like kind of returning home for a game, they like to play good. Yeah. Especially. Um unless I'm getting my geography mixed up, San Diego not too far from Anaheim. That's where Thatcher Demko's from. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, like, why are we talking San Diego? What? But yes, yeah. Um, and, yeah, no, uh, relatively close. Yeah, and, and Demko as well, since returning from uh, from injury there. Uh, so he's played now six games. Um, only his first game back against the Dallas Stars, which was a win um, in overtime, did he... Yeah, only one game did he not have over a 900 save percentage. Oh, wow. He's been doing good. So, And even that game against Dallas in his return was an 895. Okay. So since then, 944, 973, 909, 900, 926. The first, like I said, against Dallas, but also the last, that 926 against the Dallas Stars there. Okay. So... Yeah, that Demko is—he's he's doing all right. He's—he's <laughs> he's ready to go here. So, yeah. but uh, unfortunately for him, the Canucks front office doesn't really know what they're doing with their roster. Little, little lost on what they're what they're wanting to do in the future, and uh, the Canucks are not looking for a playoff spot right now. So, yeah. twenty nine, thirty two, and five on the season as of uh, ten thirty eight Pacific on Wednesday night. All right. Well, you, you brought up San Diego, Thatcher Demko's hometown, just a couple minutes ago. And, Man, we uh, are killing the segues tonight. Just crush. We're on fire, dude. We're on such a <laughs> roll. Um, yeah, the San Diego Gulls uh, also on fire this week, just on, on a roll. Four game win streak right now. Yeah. This San Diego Gulls. Pretty good. Pretty That's good. Impressive. Just, just for like this the, team, that's uh, impressive. <laughs> just like the Anaheim Ducks, they are like, you know what? End of the season, why not get some wins? Yeah, we're, yeah. we're last in the league. No shot at, you know, playoffs or anything like that. Well, basically, but, but why? Why the hell not? Right? Let's just, yeah, you know, score points, get wins, shut out the Henderson Silver Knights. Why not? I like it. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Speaking of yeah, shutouts. Uh, was the game on March 10th against the uh, the Silver Knights there a two nothing win, uh, and then the next night they beat them again four two, uh, both those games at home. Uh, coming up, they'll play on the 18th against the Iowa Wilds before hitting the road for just a quick trip down to uh, Coachella Valley uh, to play the Firebirds uh, the next night, and then on the 21st they're back in San Diego where the Wild uh, will still be waiting for them, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll play them again there. So. Um, yeah, the goals, uh, 19, 39 and one on the season now, still just good enough, I guess, for a uh, 10th in the Pacific division out of 10 teams. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, the, the top five players, uh, with, you know, the trade deadline having passed now, it looks very different, uh, compared to how it's looked throughout the rest of the season there. We have a three-way tie for fifth spots between Braden Tracy Glenn Godden and our boy Pavel Regenda, uh, mm-hmm. all with 24 points there. Um, nice. Our other boy, Bo Grew, has 31. Michael Delzato is in third spot with 34 points on the season. 24 points of those coming with San Diego. Um, and then uh, Dylan Sakura 
has 35 points on the season, uh, three points with San Diego in mm. his four games so far with the club since the trade deadline. Nice. I like and that. Nicholas Brulliard, the defenseman, is now leading uh, the San Diego Gulls in points with 36 on the season in 59 games. Damn. And you were talking about shutouts earlier. Let's talk about some goaltenders. Let's talk about some goaltenders here. Yeah. Ole Eriksson Ek. Uh, he's got a 475 goals against average and an 849 save percentage. He's just not able to fix those numbers, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's not just on him. It's the team in no, front no, of no. him as well. Uh, but Gage Alexander is going to... The, the way he's been going in his first eight games in the AHL, it's almost looking like... like history has a tendency to repeat itself. Yeah. What what was what was the last time the Ducks had two young goalies that were fighting for potential spots in the NHL? I mean, I don't remember the year, but there was Gibson and Anderson, you know, fighting against a, a few Jonas Miller a few years ago. Yeah, and right now you got John Gibson, who is still in his prime, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, but he's got Dostal knocking out the door, and. Uh, Gage Alexander is already knocking at the door here too. By the way, knocking on Dostal's door. Yeah, yeah. Uh, eight he's games got a door played. Chain. Um, he's got a two twenty four goals against and a nine twenty seven save percentage, a five two and one record. The only goalie for the Gulls this season to have a winning record so far. And uh, yeah, Alexander was the uh, was the goaltender in net against the Silver Knights for that two nothing shutout win there. Uh, Alexander also becomes the youngest goals goal, Gulls goalie to uh, record a shutout at 20 years, eight months, and eight days old. Uh, the previous holder of that record was Lucas Dostal uh, at 21 years, eight months, and four days. So, like a whole Look, year like a whole younger. Year, yeah. Wow. Um, and uh, Alexander, especially over his last three games, has been fantastic and 969 save percentage. Nice. And nice. a nine as a, sorry, a point nine seven goals against average over his last three games. Just shutting the door. Hey, damn. That's good. Love to he, see that. <laughs> he really went. Yeah. A few months ago, I was in Winnipeg. Oh, playing for like the Manitoba Moose. No, playing for the Jets. No. Playing for the Winnipeg Ice. Who the fuck are they? <laughs> yeah. And then, OK, yeah, I'm going to go play in the ECHL now. Oh, okay. You, you need me in the AHL? Okay, I'm going to make the most of this then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I went from junior hockey to one step away from the NHL Yeah, in the span of a few months. Just like that, yeah. Fantastic. It is. Fantastic. I, mean, it, I, yeah. I remember like, you know, when we were talking early on about uh, Alexander, like when he was drafted and uh, that sort of thing, right? Like we saw the potential in him. Like I just didn't expect to see him doing these kind of numbers in the AHL so quickly i guess yeah um it's, it's very rare to see a goaltender yeah. at 20 years old in the ahl at all like yeah it's in a little bit of a you know unique more unique circumstance i guess yeah but um doing this but well, doing this well age, too like that's a north american goalie in particular yeah you do see it out of european goalies like dostal right because yeah. usually by the time that they've come over to north america they've been playing in men's leagues in europe yeah, right. but there so is the difference to, in yeah. ice sizes as well. So the, yeah. the 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 where the shots come from is a little bit different for them, I guess. So yeah, 
there's but, uh, a little bit of an adaptation that way. So like both yeah. ways have their pros and cons. But yeah, it's it's definitely unique for Alexander here. Yeah, and and pumping the brakes on myself a little bit too. He has only played eight games with the Gulls so far, but yeah, on a team that you know just went through a tra- the trade deadline as well was not. Excuse me. Oh, I got the hiccups right now. This is going to be great. Um, <laughs> not doing great overall throughout the season, right? And being able to put up these numbers, it's pretty damn spectacular, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah, so, yeah, for sure. It's like, again, like, yes, Dostal played a lot more games in the AHL this year. Dostal can't even say, though, that he had a winning record this year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's got some very similar numbers, but he can't say that he has a winning record. So, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, sorry, I'm just taking a look at something. Yeah, no, never mind. All good. So, yeah, no, it's 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 just impressive. It's good to see, anyways. So, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, get ready to get out of here. But first, we've got what's quack. Oh, I didn't do the gulls update. Key. <laughs> okay, Can I hit it now? Yeah, press it now. Yeah, okay. We were just like so good on the Segway trains that like it, yeah, we just couldn't just, throw off the most. We, yeah. we didn't need music to be like, okay, now we're transitioning topics because yeah. we were just like <laughs> rolling through it. But um, yeah, now, now into what's quacking. All right, Carter. Mm-hmm. The Oscars were just this weekend. But that's not the awards that I want to talk about. Okay. W- were the Oscars this weekend? Actually? Yeah, they were. <laughs> oh, seriously? No, yeah, no they way. were. What? Who, yeah. I, who even won anything? Are you sure? I have no idea for any movies or that, to be honest with you. I just know that Brendan Fraser won Best Actor, huh. which is well-deserved. Yeah, well-deserved. That guy's had a resurgence of his career, and it's been great to see. Yeah. Full list of Oscar winners. Just give me Best Movie. That's all I care about. Best picture. It's probably something that neither oh. of us have watched. Everything, everywhere, all at once, which I've heard is very, very good. But no, I have not watched it. It's at the cheap theater. We should, we should go and see it. All right, I'd be down for that. Yeah. Have you heard of that one? Just because of the Oscars, honestly. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. It's got a who's in it? Sorry, and then we'll go on to what's quacking. But that's no, um, all good. The actor. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I think the director of it is the kid from the. Goonies? Or do I am I getting that mixed up? Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, because I don't recognize. What am I thinking of? Yeah, I don't know. I don't recognize any of these actors no. or actresses. Nope. Not not even a single one of them. That's okay though, because like I said, that's not the awards that I want to talk about. Okay. I want to talk about the Oscars. Okay. Well, All that's right? good. Let's let's forget that this movie even happened. There's only Okay, as I'm talking about the Oscars, it's only one good thing that I at least saw that came out of the Oscars. And that was just another great Andrew Garfield meme because Perfect. Jimmy Kimmel was talking about, you know, if, if you're going to try to, you know, come at me, you know, you got to go through this person. I, he, he, and, you know, he'll point to somebody in the crowd, uh, the, the ones for me in particular. Uh, you got to go through the Mandalorian. It goes to Pedro Pascal. Mm-hmm. And you got to go through my buddy Spider Man. And it goes to Andrew Garfield, and everyone's kind of quiet for a second, and then they all start clapping because everybody's expecting Tom Holland. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Andrew Garfield just gives like the cheesiest, like, oh no, like kind of smile. Yeah, it's fantastic, and it's fantastic. It's pure Peter Parker energy. Let's put it that way. That's that's good. <laughs> so, but I don't want to talk about the Oscars anymore. 
No, we've talked too much about the Oscars for not wanting to talk about the Oscars. I want to talk about the best flow awards for oh, the well. Anaheim Ducks. Oh, you, I thought you meant the Anaheim Ducks. Oh, okay. I got better flow than you. What? You have like no flow. You got the beard flow though. That's that's different flow. But it works. That's like it best supporting work. actor, not like best. Actor. Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is best actor material. No, no, it's support. You, t- you take it's, that. It's supporting no, your face. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. This is the show. No, no, because look, the beard my, is the no, show. No, with my hair, this is the show, and then my beard is just support. <laughs> Same with you. It's it's not my fault. You just your hair sucks. <laughs> you know, sometimes movies have that like a main actor, but. They're not the star of the show. Everyone's there for the supporting actor. Think, I don't know why this is the first one that comes to mind, but think the Polar Express, that animated <laughs> movie as the kid. Do you know, do you even remember the, any of the names of the characters? No, you don't. Do you remember any of the actors from that movie? I bet you remember one, and it's Tom Hanks as the train conductor. You remember who the stupid kids are? Andy Greenway. No. What? Who's Andy Greenway? Nobody. I just made him up. I was just going to throw you off. <laughs> Oh. And it worked. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yes, Tom Hanks. <laughs> but yeah, Tom Hanks. Everyone, and he's not the main character of the movie. Yeah, but it's Tom Hanks. Yeah, but he's a he's in a supporting role. And there's nothing wrong with being in a supporting role and being like, look at who we got as a supporting role here. It's not about this guy, but he's in it. He's, he plays a role. He's there for most Carter, of let's it. Let's think back to our, our third year here for a second. All right? Yeah. I had pretty, I had fairly long hair, especially for me. I had fairly long hair. I shaved my head. Nobody really batted an eye. It was kind of like, oh, yeah, okay. I'm like, yeah, and he shaved his head. All right. I shaved off my beard, and nobody recognized me. People I've been friends with for years did not recognize me. This is the main character. The beard is the main character. I have had somebody, uh, the Calgary Edmonton, last so last uh, preseason, Mm-hmm. Calgary Edmonton first game of the Scotia Bank Saddle Dome since uh, since everything had shut down with COVID initially. Yeah, I had somebody from the other side, like not uh, width wise, like lengthwise, other side of the Scotia Bank Saddle Dome. Yeah, and a bowl up recognized me mm-hmm. because of the beard and the backwards uh, snapback. Yeah. Okay. The beard is the main character. I, I don't have any <laughs> examples for this one in particular. Not supporting character. But, but because Lu- I'm Lucas not Lucas has my guy. back here. Okay, but here's but here's here's the thing though. <laughs> beard flow wins. Here's the thing. Your your beard can still be the supporting actor, but it just stole the show. Sometimes it happens. I, I, again, don't have any examples, not a big movie guy, but the beard supporting role but it, it's just stolen the show so everyone goes yeah. everyone everyone goes to see this movie because oh that they, they don't play a huge role but they just this actor or actress just like just they make the movie that you have to go and, and see it just for them even though they're like not the main character so for you your, your beard's just stealing the show that's all there's nothing wrong with that the beard's the main character okay you live you live your truth Remember how big of a deal it was when I shaved it just into a mustache after watching Top Gun this summer? Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's the main character, man. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, back to the Ducks Best Flow Award. 
Yeah, we got way off there. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's all good. Uh, um, I, I will give you this one, though, because Lucas is saying, you know, he, he's got to make it a two-to-one. Beard flow wins. Center stage. Pet flow contributes. So. Okay. I, I seed. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we got the best flow awards coming from the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, this is after one of their practices, and the social media team is asking, who has the best hair on the team? And we'll just listen to the... Uh, Listen to the answers here. There is some some pretty good ones, I would there say. There's some good ones, yeah. We need the audio, man. <laughs> What's that? We need the audio. Oh, no, I wasn't sharing it? Oh, no. no oh, it's because I, I shared window, not the, not the tab. There if we this go. desk didn't have a bunch of heavy stuff on it, I would flip it. You'd flip it? Okay. Yeah. Let's try this again. Okay. Let's try this again. Best hair on the team. Oh, myself. Not me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm buzzing it already. Shattenkirk, yeah. not me. <laughs> yeah. And but then, then wait for this. And then. Evan Shattenkirk. <laughs> Shatty. <laughs> yeah, I'll go Shatty. <laughs> Three guys in a row with Shatty. That's good. Because, yeah, that's, that's too good. Who's that? That's, yeah. That was McGinn Jones was one of them, and I missed who the other guy was that said Shattenkirk. Uh, Bolio. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's Bolio there. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Gibson. just with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Gibby. Uh, the goal is. I'm pausing this already because I'm, I know I'm pausing it a lot. That is the right answer, though. Gibson. As a oh, yeah. hair, the goaltenders. I- yeah, I, I saw someone comment on the video there, and they were like, um, "Trevor Zegras hair flip king," and they had like a gif of him flipping his hair. And I was like, <laughs> "What about what about Gibson's hair flip?" Yeah. What? I was just slow mo gif on, uh, on on Twitter there. Yeah, but like Dostal's got like the the very pretty hair kind of thing. Like what yeah, I it, it's, like what I wish I could do kind of thing. Like it, it's it's not flow. It. It's not flow, yeah. but it's yeah. it's just like it's clean. It's yeah. So yeah, it's good. Troy Stromer. Hair, Rico. Rico's got some nice hair recently too. I'll go with Rico. Me. <laughs> oh, great. Bolio. Could make the argument for Bolio though. As, uh, yeah, as he's well, got some though. good ones. I'm surprised no one said Comtois. Honestly, he's got some. Yeah, he's got a good flow. Like Bolio, like Nathan's got the. Uh, uh, he's got like the mohawk mullet. Like the yeah. curly mohawk mullet going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's good. But um, I, I will pull up, though, because there were some some images from the Ducks. Uh, uh, what was it from? The the Lady Ducks fashion show here. We got a, yeah. we got a good picture here, I think. Hmm. That, well, uh, while that, you're doing that, that uh, Lucas says, I'd go straight, Gibby. Uh, although Z's flip, though. It, it is good, not to take away from it. But yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Gibson's just so good. Yeah, so we got a we got a pretty good picture here, mm-hmm. but I also just want to deep dive into this picture a little bit. This is, you got a little bit of a two for one here for the uh, for the for the what's quacking here. Um, there's a lot to unpack. Here. There's a lot to unpack. We're only like on half the picture here. Like Jamie, like Drysdale is definitely you know, like the the, the cousin that's like has gone off to college kind of thing. Yeah, McTavish is. 
oh fuck the edibles just kicked in <laughs> yeah i was gonna say that or he's like he's, he's come to christmas dinner already hammered yeah kind of thing uh Shattenkirk is definitely like the uncle that's trying to be cool <laughs> but also came to christmas hammered <laughs> Yeah, he, like, he was he was the uncle that like was really cool in college. Like he was the guy on campus. Yeah, yeah, like the the receding hairline plus you know what is that? Is that three buttons? It's at least two buttons undone on the yeah. uh, the the shirt with the jacket. Like that's a that's that's a very like you know former cool uncle vibe. So which is what I strive for because that's how I that's how I do my shirts. Um. <laughs> <laughs> And then we got that Carrick there. That's Carrick, yeah. Just, okay, so so McTavish might have come to the party drunk, but Carrick is just gone. Oh, point. yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it looks like he's holding on to Shattenkirk and somebody yeah. else. If, if, like, if someone lets go of him on either side, he's going down. Like, he's, he's seconds away from meeting the floor. <laughs> he's so far gone that, you know, is. He's he's gonna be asked like okay like Sam can you can you count to ten A B C D <laughs> F L M H E L P as he like tips backwards. <laughs> as we scroll over here, we'll get the other side here. We got uh, we, we got Troy, who's I don't know how how do we want to describe Troy? Honestly, like. He's looking he's looking good. Like he's doing the thing that models do where like they they tilt their head and they like they look down, you know, and it's like it's like kind of sexy. It's like, "Oh man, look at what I'm wearing." Like yeah. check check me out kind of thing, even though he's like behind hidden behind a couple of people. No, I, okay, like, you know what? Actually, I got I got Troy. I got Troy. Okay. okay. He's the child that uh like is the successful one out of everybody. Yeah. He's like the doctor, but he's the middle child, so he doesn't get the recognition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Trevor is easily just the youngest brother, who is just yeah. off the walls, kind of thing. Yeah, like he's he's twenty, and like he he could sit at the like there's a space for him at the the big the adult table, but he like yeah. chooses to sit at the kids' table because it's more fun. Yeah, exactly. Because you get like, like a, like like a plastic fork and you get to play I feel with like your he food. Genuinely does that though, as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Yeah. No, I don't want to talk with you guys. It goes to the kids' table. So, like, how many how many goals did you put up this week? Oh, hell yeah, man! Like, nice, nice work, nice work. Yeah. No, he's no. Just, no. Like, he's he's like, oh, heck yeah, man! Yeah. As he's, he's like, like he's, as he's like taking steak off the kids' plate. Yeah, exactly. And like, he'll let one somebody just go. Don't tell your mom that I said that. All right. Yeah. But you, you can use that one on the ice, but don't tell your mom I said it. Yeah. Um, Stromer there. Stromer's like the... Stromer is the cool uncle in this photo. He he is, yeah. Like He's, he's, not, the, he's not Shattenkirk, who's the formerly cool uncle. He, like, he's the, like, he's the, uh, he's the John Stamos on Full House. Uh, uncle Jesse. Type sure. cool. Like, he is, like, the cool uncle. Yeah. And then Gibby is just... Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just Daddy Gibby, absolutely. Whereas, like, he's he's there to have a good time, but if anybody steps out of line, he'll fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I get like single daddy vibes from Gibby too. I don't get the single ones. No, no. Nah. Maybe maybe it's just wishful thinking on my part. Who knows? 
Could be. Yeah. <laughs> just just hopes and dreams. <laughs> oh. But yeah, so there you go. Cool. Uh I guess we've gone through, you know, the family photo. Mm-hmm. We've heard what the ducks have said for the best flow awards. Carter, who do you give the best flow award to on the Anaheim Ducks this season? Uh well, Shattenkirk is the funny answer, and it's the answer <laughs> in my heart. Um, I, I do have to answer seriously and uh, agree with Lucas here, and just just go with Gibby. It's it's hard to contest that flip, man, and and, and that flow. It's just get you get that a little wet, and oh boy, there's there's more things than than just his hair getting getting wet. I'll tell you that. <laughs> like like you uh, said, yeah. I, I see Gibby do a hair flip and. I go take a pregnancy test and it's positive because man, it's just magical. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who do you gotta give it to. Oh, I'm 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 double checking right now because I think I think I have my answer. Okay, but I just want to be pick, sure. Don't pick someone lame just to like be cool and different. I hope I hope it's not one of those answers. No, I. I'm trying to think right now if he's even got like the flow necessarily going, but I know he can do it. Either way, he pulls it off. Uncle Rico, Mr. Adam Henrique. Yeah, no, that's a good answer. Yeah. Okay, I think I got to go with Uncle uh, Rico. Underrated, I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. So. Or I'll go with Z, because I wish I could pull off longer hair like that. Yeah, yeah, that's good too. Honestly, yeah. I wish I could Those pull off even like longer hair like like Terry. Yeah. Kind of thing. I just haven't really been able to like overly do it. Maybe I'm just styling it wrong. I don't know. I don't know. I've just always like had shorter hair, I guess, usually. So. Yeah. Which was fair. You make up for it with the beard. Yeah, you, you yeah, got a exactly. good, you got a good one-two combo, good main actor supporting actor combo there. Yeah. Whereas, uh, my whereas my beard game's not strong, so I gotta gotta try and make up for it with the hair, which is, <laughs> which is also not yeah. strong. <laughs> it's yeah, getting, like I, it's decreasing. Yeah. Like I know I can, I know I can look decent with my beard grown out. Like I have had it to about like the logo here before yeah. on my shirt kind of thing. So I like I have gotten it pretty long. This is pretty short compared to like what I've had before. Yeah. So. Uh, Luke is saying here, when that goalie mask comes off in between plays, floods everywhere. And he's Absolutely. not talking about flooding the ice. Everybody. Nope. Nope. Not at all. He's talking about floods in the stands. Yes. And at home and all. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. All and right. He's not talking about people spilling their drinks. But while they are doing that, that's not what <laughs> well, he's talking about. Yeah. Well, I I'm going to uh, dive deeper into this until you make me shut up. <laughs> yeah, I'm making you shut up. Let's get out of here. Uh, I think uh, I think we've covered a lot on this episode already. If uh, if if you want to show some support for me and and say that you know beards are supporting actors, even though they can steal the show, just give me some love at Carter underscore Potts underscore ninety seven uh, on Twitter. There, Nate. Where can people just you know praise your beard game or? Um, whatever else yeah you can do that on uh on twitter at tate namas t-a-t-e-n-h-o-m-a-s yeah and if you want to nominate someone for best flow on the ducks or if you got some best flow yourself that you just want to show off at quack report pod is where you can show that uh or send us Lucas that. told me to keep going so nope. uh, have you ever heard There's of music going before <laughs> get out of here <laughs> uh twitter they're not uh, the instagram you youtube <laughs> twitch at quack report pod at hockey pod net is the network thank you guys for tuning in we'll be back on monday with another episode and go ducks go 